Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Sport of It's episode seventy-two. I'm your host John Marthaler. Brandon's here in in Sport of HQ with me. Yotis B. And on the line we have Stu and Clarence. Uh, hey guys, how's it going? What's up, fuckers? Uh, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk mostly football. I think this week we're gonna talk about the Vikings beating the Rams. We're gonna talk football. about the two and zero go for football team. We're gonna talk about. Football. Some of the other minor news that's been happening in the NFL. I, the NFL hasn't been much in the news this week. No. We'll boring. probably talk about it a little bit anyway. Boring. I know you guys aren't really thinking about it out there in podcast listener land. So. Domestic pilots. We're going to talk, talk a little bit about that as well. But we start with the Vikings. and I want to, John, can I cut in? And, and I just want to talk about my feelings for a quick second. All right, go ahead. I... Um, Heard some of the feedback, and I read um, some of the nasty comments made about our um, what I thought was a pretty accurate uh, podcast last week. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the emotions I was feeling was um, sadness and anger, togetherness. I was feeling a lot of togetherness, but it was co- it was it was reacting with the sadness and the anger. Sure, but today the only um, feeling I'm feeling is is redemption. Absolutely. And validation. Absolutely. There was nobody who had the seeds to go on the mass media like we did and say 16 and 0. There like is us. Nope. There's there literally no one person. You know what I heard? Doubters, haters, yep. all of those. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, you know, how does it feel, guys? I feel like we have cohesion. some cohesion right now. I feel now. cohesion. Yeah, I feel like we have some cohesiveness. That's the only word I can think of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Felt good. Felt good after that game. Um,. You know, I didn't have any doubts. Who, who was it that forwarded the stat to us that the only person who played every defensive snap in the game was Robert Blanton? <laughs> that was me. <laughs> that, that was so me. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, Born I, in the shadows. I found one. That was a Matt Benson uh, stat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, we, uh, Bob Blanton was everywhere. So yep. Absolutely he was, he was everywhere. Is what he was. St. Louis is reckoning, and he's going to be the Patriots reckoning soon. My. My God, what a... And even even Mike Zimmer was... I mean, they asked him about Bob Lett, and he's like, yeah, I, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> he's not very good. I don't, I don't know what to tell you guys. I don't know what's going on. He's alive. Mike Zimmer's like, here's I a, don't know. Here's I, a direct I, quote from Mike Zimmer. Him. Really? He played every stamp? <laughs> really? Bob Lett? <laughs> <Lanton? laughs> yeah. Our Bob Lanton? Our, our guy. <laughs> on our team? You I sure? gotta talk to that coordinator. 
That's we got some work to do. Really? We just we got to get better this week, and I know one way of how to do that. He just what? Yo, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think one of the big stories is that Cordero Patterson is a better running back than Adrian Peterson now. Clearly, very clearly. Um, yeah, it's incredible. He, he reminds me of Percy Harvin though, in that it doesn't look. There's nothing fancy the way he does it, and he's just unbelievable, like just weirdly fast and agile, you know? I think that run that he had where he ran for a touchdown, mm-hmm. Adam Thielen looked like a teenage girl in a horror movie, constantly <laughs> looking over his shoulder, <laughs> like, what the, where the, what, the, what, he's trying to block for, he's trying to block for Peterson, or Patterson, and he, he didn't know where the hell he was, he, he just is looking at me. Fell down eventually, just like a girl in a horror movie. It was, uh, and ev- eventually he just a big old fat guy just ran into him, just ran into Thielen, just knocked him over. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's what got Patterson in the end zone. But uh, so I don't know how you keep tabs on him. Yeah, it was impressive. It's, it's very. Rams are terrible. I mean, you can't emphasize enough. My goodness, bad. are the Rams really terrible. bad at football? But you know what? The Vikings, you don't have to apologize for beating a bad no. football team. No. They don't they take do, a gift. They don't have to apologize. They did exactly what they're supposed to do. Except they the won by thank you. They won Vikings. by 28 points on the road. In the National Football League. I mean, that, the Vikings don't have done that. At the major league level. <laughs> by 28, they haven't won a road game since Christmas 2012. Oh, the salad it's days. Like December 28th, 2012. Was their last road win? Is that one of the wins win? that they got, and it totally fucked them over for getting RG three or whatever? Was, was that, that the one? Washington one? Washington was no, right it was Houston. No, two thousand twelve. It was, was Houston. Year. That, was the, that yeah. was Adrian's year. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, you're right. Never mind. So that'd have been I like the week track. before the Green Bay game, I think. I can't remember who they beat, but that was the week before the Green it Bay was game. Houston. We watched you think it was Houston? It was absolutely Houston. 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 Oh, that's right. Yeah, they were six and six, and they won four in a row. Yeah, that's an actual thing. Wow, I can verify that one. More. Wade those, will back me up. Those were the days, man. Um, I was just sort of half watching this game. Actually, um, was running around with my kid. Was it um, exciting? It just felt like St. Louis was so terrible from the get go that it was it like, oh, okay, well, yeah. So I guess this is a gift. The first half was unwatchable. It was the first half not was terrible. Exciting football first half. Right. Okay. Right at the end of the half, St. Louis. <laughs> St. Louis superstar Sean Hill threw an absolutely awful interception in his half of the field, and the Vikings scored a touchdown. Okay, the interception was made on a very athletic play by Josh Robinson. True. Josh, even Zimmer, was he, our Josh Robinson did that? What? what? That was our guy that just did that? Josh Robinson. And Josh I, I, Robinson. I I've never heard of him. <laughs> Who? <laughs> uh... So, I, I think if you go back and watch the Brooklyn Dodgers, <laughs> if you go back and watch the tape, there's actually no receiver on that side of the field. So, oh really? But it was a good catch by nice. Robinson. It was a nice, it was a nice catch. There's no doubt about it. Robinson, I trust bounce. him more than Jarius Wright at this point. Just throw him on the offense as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. What the hell? Um, so, so we have our own. We have our obviously our fake predictions that we have uh, back pocket just in case things get really good or really bad that we can mm-hmm. always stick to mm-hmm. that we're on the record, which I love doing. But we also, mm-hmm. I think, threw out some 
some serious projections at some point, like in a previous podcast, right? Yes, we um, did. Yes. Our, um, our, I, I stayed at 10 and 6 for every single prediction segment, just so I could remember what I said. A model of consistency. I'm very proud of you, When Stu. you don't lie, you don't have to remember things. That's good. <laughs> it's not the crime, it's the cover-up. <laughs> Especially when the lie you're telling you really don't believe in. Or Those are the best ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so of the other three, um, three of us that have the um, middle-of-the-road projections, predictions um does yours does your win total change now no at all the it Rams doesn't, it doesn't mean one. anything right it doesn't mean anything okay yeah one it's in like, 15 it's one exactly 15. like the gophers beating eastern illinois in week one okay you're okay. like well that game's over they didn't lose it i know i found no, myself i am more optimistic than I, I you know so we talked about how bad the first half was it was unwatchable robinson made a nice play at the end of the second quarter but you know what the coaching staff did that I didn't know they were allowed to do, but you know what they did during halftime? No, I took a nap. <laughs> <laughs> they went in there and... My sciatica. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> they, uh, they made adjustments, Brandon. Yeah. Oh, you think? Holy shit. That was amazing. They made adjustments. Yeah, the Rams did by putting in another Minnesota quarterback. Minnesota Vikings coaching staff. A quarterback no one had Into halftime. Yeah. Into the locker room and made some changes to the way they play. Got the whiteboard out, drew some things up. Yeah, I don't know. Did they? Did they? Could you see that they were doing something different? I don't pay much attention to the X's and O's of football, um, so I don't know for sure. I mean, I trust you. Well, they ran a lot more jet packages. Uh, they fuck, oh, I, I love the jet, they the double the jet. jet. <laughs> yeah, the double middle yeah. jet. Uh, rarely break fails. it down like Jaworski, but. They made adjustments. And it okay. was wonderful. Yeah, the guy sure, I, I, fair I, at my secret location where I watched the game at in St. Cloud, one of the guys there just kept saying, Jet sweep! Jet sweep! Oh, and I, I, that's a good one. Which, I mean, sounded good, but I don't I know if it was sweeps. actually happening. Yeah. Because I, I don't know the difference between a jet sweep and a regular sweep. Hell so. It's sort of like when you talk to beer snobs and they just will come up with, like, mmm, oaky. It's like you're just saying words that sound vaguely like mm-hmm. something you could be talking about. Yeah, yeah. I taste pine. Um, but I taste notes of mellow yellow. How fucking <laughs> difficult is it to have a quarterback on your team in the NFL that no one on the planet has heard of? We I all actually, watch college football. What was his name? Austin, Austin something. Okay, I tried looking him up uh, and I got Tyler his name wrong. Austin. It was either Tyler Austin or Austin Tyler. Austin Davis. I looked up Andrew Davis. So it's Austin Davis, and I looked it up. He was a he was at um, Southern Miss, undrafted walk on something something something. He's been a practice squad guy for three years. Football Factory, Southern Miss. Yeah, I mean, how did they? The third best football school in Mississippi. (laughs) Somehow, yeah, yeah. Uh, But that's pathetic, man. That is pathetic. Uh, how they did that. I mean, you know, I think we need we do need to mention that our friend Mike Rand was all about the Rams should trade for Christian Ponder instead of sharding John Hill. Uh-huh. And we ridiculed him. Of course. Because that's what we do to Mike. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. He was right. They should have traded for Christian they Ponder. They definitely should they have. They still should trade for <laughs> oh Christian Ponder. Yeah. Yeah. He would have been a much better option than Austin, Texas. Well, what are they? He was talking about Case Keenum. Did they go out and get Case Keenum? Or what? What was he talking about with Case Keenum? I think he's. Oh, we're getting into real sport of fact territory here, but I think he's on the team, and he just is he worse than Austin Davis? I, That's not possible. I thought Case Keenum was the starting quarterback in Oakland, so 
I okay, so you clearly are a little out of your element. I here. think so. <laughs> no, I think they, I think they hired him to like pick guys up at the airport. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. like you know, no, he's an excellent like, you know, driver. That's the concierge. Yeah, I think he's the concierge for the St. Louis Rams. Concierge oh. Keenan. Keenum. Yeah, he's got a nice suit. You know, he knows how to get to and from the airport, which is important. He's, he's got his own he has car. To drive his own car. He's great but with the, the ways. He has a gas. Yeah, he has a gas stipend, but it's not fully paid for. It's like seventy thirty. Okay, uh, sure, one of those. But it doesn't. I mean, Cheap he drives bastards. a real gas. He drives like a Continental or something like that. It's not you know a nice car by any means, but it's all he could afford. Sure. So. I mean, I know anyway, that some, it's. Um, those are some lies about Case Keenum that you guys can bring home. I appreciate it. <laughs> I know that uh, the week one freakout is um, is usually uh, for not and really stupid, mm-hmm. but man, it's got to suck to be a Rams fan oh. right now. Can you imagine? Oh. Ugh. Just just horrifying. If you're imagine yeah, I mean, was... right now, there's a Rams podcast recording that is just yeah. absolutely could not be more miserable. Drunk as shit. It's like <laughs> us when we talk about the twins, exactly like that. Oh, I know. Just yeah. like trying to find bright spots, like. There's a weak they're side linebacker there, like you know. I thought talking about the Rams to, to like maintain some semblance of happiness. They're talking about Ferguson instead. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> On to happier times. I thought James Laurinaitis played pretty well, gang. No deaths today. They got yeah. the Cardinals. I'm not gonna feel sorry for those. Oh no, nobody feels sorry for them. Fuck them. God. Yeah, and they don't have an NBA team. Lucky bastards. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> poor, poor you. Yeah. At least their hockey team blew it last year. Oh, they do have a hockey team. They do have a hockey team. <laughs> That's right. They're good. Sure, sure. I believe that. Yep. I had one of their jerseys. You did not. I swear to God. You had a St. Louis Blues jersey? Yeah. I had Who a... was on the back of it? Nobody. It was always just oh, sports. I was really hoping for Al McInnes. Um, In my high school, in 10th grade, hockey jerseys were pretty cool. Um, And I had a Blues and a my favorite of all time, um, Edmonton Oilers. Really? Yeah. I was Nobody on that. the back, though. Nobody on the back. Never. Nope. Okay. Did you wear Wouldn't... them backwards like crisscross? <laughs> I did not. That was more of a seventh grade thing. <laughs> Were starter jackets cool in Brooklyn Center at any point? Oh, hell yeah. All right. We couldn't afford them, though. We all had Logo 7s. What's Logo 7? The knockoff of starter. There's a knockoff? Yeah. Man, of even, course there was. Even the kids in Ordenville had starter jackets. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Who was on your, who was on your Logo 7 jacket? My Logo 7 jacket, uh, I had uh, the Eagles. I was an Eagles guy for a while. Really? Yeah, and then I transitioned Philly. to the... Um, you were such a Will Smith I, wannabe. I loved, uh, I loved Cunningham back in the day. And then I transitioned to the Carolina Panthers for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> Just blue. Somebody's got to make some cool. cat noises right now. <laughs> Can we revisit uh, Ortonville starter jackets? <laughs> Not ready to, not ready to move on from that. Was there like deaths out, over no, like listen, a Raiders I'm jacket? To figure out that. Now there's a train that goes through town, right? Yes. Yeah. Did you just like you know a, like a hobo or a drifter who somehow like you know had an old starter jacket and you would beat him for it? Is that how you got the starter? <laughs> Where jacket? would you get a starter jacket? <laughs> no, we Who, had to like go. Malls out there at all? We had to go to the mall in St. Cloud to get our starter jackets. St. Cloud. Holy That's crap. an awful long way away. Oh, man. Worth it. Is it you guys know what closer? starters were back in the day? That was worth it, I bet. Yeah. It had to be. You had to go to St. Cloud or Sioux Falls, maybe Fargo. Depended on It depended on your family and which one you liked. My family, I had relatives in central Minnesota, so 
we'd go there, and then we'd go to the mall in St. Cloud from there. Oh my God! You wanna? Wow. Um, I got a new, I got a new invention for you. Um, bottle up the feeling of being a twelve-year-old getting the article of clothing you want more than anything in the world, and sell that drug to everybody. There was no higher euphoria, probably in the world, than getting your starter jacket as a twelve-year-old. I remember when we got Nintendo when I was a kid. That was pretty awesome. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, something like From that. The same I, railroad, like the guy who was on the railroad. He had like a starter jacket. Yeah. What uh, happened in Ortonville was under his arm. Every day, I lost everything. Every day, school school yes. would let out at three ten. And there would be a whistle that blew in town at 325. And when the whistle blew, everybody knew it was time to knock off work for a little while. And we'd all go down to the train station and sort of mill around mm-hmm. till the train came through. Sure. And it wouldn't actually stop, but it would sort of slow down a little bit. And there'd be a guy in the back who would throw packages off for a while, and we'd all run after the train. I waiting hear for the train p- as you're talking about the train. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Trying to catch the packages that they were throwing off because they might be for us. And sometimes it was like starter jacks and Nintendos, and sometimes it was just basic supplies like hard tack and wagon wheels and stuff that of we course. had to, that we had to have to get by. Your dad uh, would scruff your basis. hair and yeah. call you a half pint. Yep. <laughs> but and then every so often the train would break down when it came through town. Of course. And then what we do is we would. Tie up everybody who was on the train and steal all of the stuff. Oh, yeah. Old and we would years. murder the driver as a warning. <laughs> as a warning. Australians <laughs> did settle Ortonville. And that's, <laughs> and that's how the tradition known as Cornfest started. I don't know if you guys <laughs> knew that. Of course, yeah. Here that's the story of Cornfest. The story is all this time. That's, that's nothing new for me. So, I've heard of that one. Anyway, that was life in Ortonville. That's amazing. I forget what that... We were talking about the Vikings. What were we talking about? I think we were talking about... Um, are you guys jealous of uh, my guy for this season? My guy Jasper Brinkley was out Jasper. there a couple of times for sure. That's what I can say. Jay Brink. Jay Brink is for point. sure still, I'm pretty On sure, the football team. holding a roster spot. That's the, the only stat you need to know this week is one roster spot taken by my boy Jay Brinks. Yep. Jay Brinks still on the team. I'm happy. Do you remember who you actually picked? Somebody on this podcast picked Harrison Smith. No, no, that wouldn't have been me. He's white, isn't he? Yes. Oh, yeah. No. You hate white yeah, I'm sorry. No. 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 I picked uh, Teddy B. Teddy B? Yeah, he's my guy. I need Did to get not him. play. I need to get him early. Uh, flawless. <laughs> flawless. Flawless game. non-playing weekend. I think. I mean, we didn't see his clipboard, but probably some nice drawings. <laughs> I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anybody else really stand out to anybody from this Vikings game? I think Patterson, of course. Sheree Floyd. Sheree, Sheree Floyd. Floyd looked really good. We could use him. He was in the back. Anthony he Barr. Was disruptive. Really? Yeah. Anthony Barr? Very good. Yeah. Yeah, they always talk about how athletic he was. I didn't anticipate him even playing very much yet this early in the season. I Which honestly didn't I know even Adi if he'd be, I didn't even know if he'd be suited up. And he was on the field a couple times. So that's a good sign. And once again, uh, he was on the roster. If they're half that, half that good against the Patriots, they have a shot to win. I don't think they will. I think the Patriots will win this week. But if I mean, that wasn't just playing against the, you know, Rams. If they can actually I play similarly, I, that would be. I can't fantastic. picture in my head Tom Brady playing poorly against the Vikings. I've, I've I seen him play against the Vikings, and he always carves them up like a turkey. Yep. Yes, he and does. I can't picture it another way. Like, oh, he's struggling. Like Tom Brady's struggling against the Vikings. It doesn't. That doesn't add up in my head. I foresee 
Rob Gronkowski having like seven touchdowns this week. Yeah, just, that's how I, I see it too. But because I think Brand, I think Brandon's guy Jasper Brinkley is going to have some issues. Stu, take a walk. Today. Take a take sorry. a walk. Think about what you just said. That's my guy. <laughs> I will I'm say sorry. this: if the Vikings do beat the Patriots next week, is this town is just going to explode? Oh, I don't, Two and fourteen. That is correct. I honestly don't want it to happen because I don't know if I can handle it. This was so much easier to deal with in Texas when I didn't have to be around other Minnesotans. Then I would have just rooted for them to win. Now it's always this sort of, oh, Jesus, I don't want to, oh, I don't want to deal with that. Why don't you want to deal with people being happy? Because it's a false happiness. Well, true. If I thought they were going to be legit, I'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm I'm on board this year for them to be good. This, to me, is just false hope. I mean, I know it's the Patriots, but still, that would, I'm going to need a lot of wins in a row for me to... You're just gonna be like, guys, you get to like please, seven and one. Don't like, get I don't your know, hopes guys. up. I hate when you get hurt. I hate seeing you get hurt. <laughs> like Seriously, seven and one, and you and Clarence are both be going seven and nine, seven and nine. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep burying it. Right there's the ground, a, there is a care. team every year though that like starts out six and two and ends up seven and nine. It happens yep. all the time. Most of the time, mm-hmm. it is so, Vikings. <laughs> it's almost always Dante Culpepper comes back from the dead. That yeah. They continually end up seven and nine after starting out six and two. That is a question, though. I, how many Clarence, um, non trolling? How many wins in a row would they have to get before you'd start saying these guys really? They might have. I might think that these guys can make the playoffs. Four, I five. Wins in a row because okay, yeah, they could lose a, a game and, sure. and come back and win three more in a row or something like that. It would have to be. I will say after week six, I will reassess where we're at. Okay, so I'm guessing that's three smart. and three is not going to do much for smart you. Smart and well reasoned, Clarence. I don't want to put a number, a win total on it. I want to watch the games and see how they're playing. You got to study the film as we always okay. do yeah. every Monday night. Well, break it down. We get in a room, and, uh, X's and O's. We'll see how many jet sweeps. They've uh, they've jet they're incorporating jet, double jet, triple jet, sweep. All I different. See sweeps. at least eleven percent jet sweep. Six games. So many reassess. Okay, okay. So you are sticking with uh, uh, they're terrible until after six games, and maybe one and maybe. Okay. Yep. All right. Two and yeah, then I'll go two and fourteen, then three and th- I'll just keep working my way down until I will disavow any knowledge of the zero and sixteen prediction. Um. I will claim that anybody tweeting a picture of my tweets when I said they'd be 0-16, it's all photoshopped. Um, oh, really? Okay. Deny and deflect. I thought you were going to go with hacked. I, I can go with hacked. i got a lot of different directions. I'm not going to give away the entire playbook sure, here course. Yeah, what, yeah. what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that um, makes sense. No, nah, I can. I got it covered. Well, can, I do a quick digre- can I do a quick digression or not? Yes. Of course. Um, secret location where I watch the game. A uh, couple brought their uh, like toddler age child in. He had a Vikings jersey on. Uh, he was wailing. He was not happy, so the mom took him outside. Um, so I was not able to get a picture of it, but you will have to take my word for it. He had a Darren Sharper jersey on. <laughs> what? Cool. The baby did? The, the baby toddler? did. The yeah, baby. Like, so he, I would have... Looked to be about eighteen months. Oh my god! And oh and no! I, and, and I mean, they were there. You know, the dad was there for a little while, and the mom brought in after he calmed him down a little bit. And that's when I noticed the jersey. They were normally very nice. They weren't like you know rube, you know, you know wearing sure. purple camo and Helga. Hel- I just don't think they knew about it. 
Uh-huh. I thought they everybody not know? knew about this. Were they men and knights? How would you not know? Doesn't everybody know about this? No, I don't no, think I, casual. If he's not on the team anymore, I can see that. Really? Yeah. Mennonite I, listeners, I, remind I, us why that's he's so awful. serial rapist. He's an alleged... It's not a one-off. No, no, no. Say what you all about Ray Rice, but there's only one incident confirmed with Ray Rice. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm not absolving I mean, him. I'm saying I can see the casual fan if when he wasn't on the if he wasn't on the team at the time, kind of just being so out of it. I mean, you've you've been on Facebook recently. These people, most the 99 percent of the world is completely clueless at almost everything. <laughs> They're all morons. Everyone's a moron. That's true. Can I That's make a not, quick digression only, from your digression? My only defense. Yes, everyone's yes, a moron. Absolutely. One of my favorite things about Twitter, the other day I made a, a really, really bad joke. A kid caught a, a home run during a Twins game, and he had a big Amish beard. You know, he had like a no mustache, just the beard, just the chin strap type. Yeah. You know, from one uh, from one chop to the other. Yeah, chin strap. And uh, I said something about, hey, can Amish kids have a baseball glove? Because he looked, he looked like an Amish kid. That was the, my whole thing, just badly, bad joke, whatever, yeah. let, let it be. Ugh. Like two seconds later, a guy on Twitter responded back to me. I think it was Doctor Amish was his name was his handle on Twitter. Doctor really? Amish, and his answer was sure. Kids can have, <laughs> Amish kids can have baseball clubs. Like yeah. matter of fact, <laughs> yep. so like and I'm like, what the? F-? You know, maybe he's like one of those Autobot deals where if you yeah, like yeah. the type, I click on it. No, nope, follows me. Like, <laughs> follows you. Like what? <laughs> what? Now you know. All kinds. There are all kinds on Twitter. Amazing. There's, so now is on there. you have such a Why great outlet doctor... if you have like new questions about being Amish. <laughs> what the hell? Just right away. Yeah, sure, they can have gloves. Yep. Oh, well, thanks. Anything Appreciate else? Let me know. <laughs> awesome. I just love it. I loved every part of it. Yep. They can be on Twitter sure, now. <laughs> I, w- I would have also wondered if they could be on Twitter. Doctor Amish. I assume he is. If you get your doctorate in Amish studies, you're allowed to have the internet. He's, like, he he's just their like doctor. His... He doesn't have to follow their their ideology. Oh, he's doctor of the Amish. That's my guess. <laughs> doctor um, of the Amish. Amish. Yeah, the worst yeah, degree doctor. awarded by Saint Olaf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like if you get kicked out of chiropractor school. Yep. You have to be doctor of the Amish. Uh, you can't go wrong. Everything's better than doing nothing. So. Give it a whirl. And now I, I, I'm kicking myself. What I didn't ask him was about the story you hear about the the uh, clothesline with the hole, you know, with the sheet with the hole cut in it. Yeah, he could have confirmed you know that it. story. Yeah, could have asked him that if that's a true story or just a. He follows you. Ask him now. Yeah, what the I hell, Doctor Amish? I was gonna say his phone will notify him, but if you're a doctor right, guys, of Amish, talk. You, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm going on there right now. I'm gonna All right. Ask him. So you think he, goes, he can be on Twitter but can't have a phone? What does he just go to the library and? I don't know. Just randomly was at the library when Clarence was talking. and That's just, a good point. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have the whole Doctor of, Doctor of Amish thing worked out in my head yet. Though. Well, Better ask him. Clarence, if you get a chance, ask him that too. Well, look, guys, I'm not going to take up doc, the Doctor Amish's Yeah, he's a busy man. He's probably delivering time. babies from all those We sheets. get one question here, guys. Which question do you want? Clothesline. Gonna... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Clothesline. That's important. Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. I kind of um, just want to pause. Back to my original. No, I kind of um, just want to pause and wait. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, don't, don't, don't put your kids in a Darren Sharper jersey. Yeah, just do some reading. Them. Don't put yourself in a Darren no. Sharper jersey either. Just the bare Maybe minimum of reading would be good. 
I mean, if you have to maybe do it, he'll be, maybe he'll be exonerated. Maybe this is all trumped up bunco charges, and then feel free to put the kid back in the jersey. I would say for but now, um, just keep it in the closet. Mm-hmm. Just keep yeah. it. Just keep it in the basement, and uh, and then once he, once we hear the verdict, then you'll know what to do. Hopefully, there are other options out there. Yeah, I would yeah, think so. Because chances are, if you're a big enough Vikings fan and you decided, you know, who really says true Viking to me is Darren Sharper. <laughs> you probably have more than one jersey. <laughs> I will allow go it. Go over to Larry Spooner's house, borrow one of his <laughs> 17 Jake Reed jerseys, and have at it. Yeah, I will allow it if it's your only article of clothing. But it yeah, should but also be turned inside out. Don't you yeah, think? It should be turned inside out. I mean, it'll still pair with your camo shorts. Yeah, you still got the main color. We're it fine. But, you know, you're going to wear it with camo shorts anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, that makes sense. Um. Okay, so we are all predicting a uh, pretty healthy loss on Sunday. Is well, no, not uh, necessarily. We're interested to see no. what's going to happen on Sunday. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I don't think it's going to I, I guess I don't know what to think. If you were a bookie and had to set your own line, uh, what would you put this game at? Is it here? Uh, Patriots by three. Is Patriots it in Minnesota? In Minnesota, I give it a Patriots by a field goal. I'm going to say Patriots by six and a half. Okay. I would take that bet. I would absolutely bet on the Vikings at six and a half. All right. Oh, we might have a friendly wager going on here. Um, <laughs> I would also... I don't have any children to name after Clarence. So. <laughs> Stu doesn't need another part of it. Just tell him to do something if he Stu's loses. Stu's out of it. Stu no longer has to rename his dad. <laughs> After it became readily apparent that the St. Louis Rams wore the Washington Generals on Sunday, he did try to get me to double down. <laughs> I saw <one> that. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll get in drinking. on that. He knew I was drinking. So you bet. It was a valid effort. <laughs> Stu, why were you? Why is the place you were watching secret? Is it that good? Yeah. You never the, heard the, about the secret place? The and secret we, place. The, the the prices at the secret place. I mean, Michael Rand is just in awe of the prices at the secret place. It's got good craft beer, it's got good food, and, you know, you can get out of there for, like, a tab of, like, for two people, like, 15, 20 bucks. It's really? Just, yeah, it's just stupid. If they I did, drive they up... Did up the price on, they did up the price on the craft taps from 3 to $4. So, I mean, that is... Uh, it, it was disappointing. It almost is like you're, you know... But then the guy forgot to put a couple on my tab, so, you know... So if I drive up on Sunday, am I allowed to go to the secret location with you? Or is there an application absolutely. process of some kind? You're absolutely allowed. There's plenty of space. <laughs> I'm sorry. In a in one we of the more sportive TV. moments ever, we shouldn't be watching I was watching a hilarious baseball highlight and laughed out loud. It wasn't hilarious. A dude yet. got hit in the face while running. John. Was it? Okay, it was pretty funny. Man, that's a was funny it, Vargas, it was Kenneth Vargas, wasn't it? No, it's somebody from oh, okay. Oakland. Okay. Oh, Punto. <laughs> yeah, basically. It might not have been, but it was basically Punto. Um, okay, good. So we're going to go. I'm going to say Vikings uh, plus five would probably be the bet. Patriots. Vikings plus five? Yeah, so Patriots right. favored by five. Yep, that's what I would bet I would bet on. Stu, I'll do a friendly wager with you. I think that the Vikings are going to lose by... Fourth or fourteen. Fourteen points. <laughs> uh, fourteen points? The points. Are you giving me fourteen points? Nope. I'm just taking that uh wager that you said we'll say plus four. You get you get Vikings in four. 
I will do yeah, I will do that bet for a forty ounce bottle or can of beer. Yep, yep. Up to forty. Okay, there we go. Up to forty or does it up have to, to be 40. okay, yeah, good, good. One can up of beer. Up to forty. All right, can of beer bet. We got a can good of beer one. bet. Uh Clarence, okay. you there? I'm here. Do you want to talk about our Buffalo Bills? <laughs> oh, do I? Nobody. I'm typing up my question to the doctor, I'm sure, but I'm going to set it up to my phone down, and I'm going to, yeah, do I? Nobody no. believed in them. Nobody no believed. Even Two after last year, planet. when we plucked the, the kitty cats out of nowhere, the Panthers out of nowhere, nobody was talking about the Panthers. Zero We people. plucked them. We plucked them. We nursed them. Nursed them along. Even after it was looking dark, like, ah, maybe the Panthers are not going to be as good. We, we didn't lose hope. Kept and the faith. Then, we kept the faith. After all of that, people still didn't believe us. What I want here... what they do? I'm tired of you guys Playoffs, talking. I wanna, I'm tired of you guys talking about it already. I want to hear your Buffalo sounds. Okay, okay. Here's the thing. I forgot that we were going to be doing the Buffalo sounds thing. All right. So I wasn't really prepared to do any Buffalo sounds. Um, I did at one point look up an actual buffalo sound, mm-hmm. and it's a lot less fun than a kitty cat. Really? It's just like this. Well, they're cows, basically, so they basically. sound like, like cows. It's like an angrier grunt of a cow. That's not a comical right. moo, like a cow. It's just... We can go with moo. I have a buffalo sound, but... All right. Uh, that I thought, but okay, should we that, just go with that's mooing? My, well, my first entry is the actual buffalo... Which is again, okay. So that's what that's the clubhouse leader, Clarence. What do you have? And then, then John and Stu can decide what our <clears> official <throat> buffalo. All right, are. all right. Here goes. <clears throat> Would you fuck me? <laughs> I'd fuck me. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it puts the. <laughs> It puts the lotion in the basket. Put the lotion in the basket. It puts the lotion in the basket. Um, Work or or no, I don't know. I don't know if it's better. Okay, that's one. (laughs) That's that's one. candidate. Okay. Um, uh, We could also go with the... (laughs) Buffalo soldier. And then we just get our We could just say buffalo soldier. Like that. That's all right. Okay, all right. It's I didn't say it was a win. It's not going to land with people who don't know Bob Marley, but that's okay. <laughs> okay, okay. That's I'm 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 really running thin here. Clarence, you got anything else? Uh, no, I don't. Are there I was going to go Buffalo Springfield more songs. <laughs> uh, there is a Buffalo Springfield song. There was just one of them. Mm-hmm. He only made the one. I mean, that people would actually know. Uh, I think isn't. Isn't it the, uh, I think it's time to stop, hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going. Look what's going. You better stop. Yeah. Now, what's that sound? All right. Something, 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 yeah. I'm not saying that's a good idea. I'm just throwing yeah. out ideas. We this could, is, we could this do is the, the brainstorming, uh, the brainstorming part of the process. Yeah, we could do a little Nana Cherry. We like to hang in a buffalo stance. We do the dive every time we dance. You know, Nana no, Cherry? I don't know. Buffalo Stance? Mid 90s? It's a great song. Yeah, or, no, uh, late 89 or early 90. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, that's all it's I very, have for very, Buffalo Stance. Very popular then. 
So now we vote? Yeah, yeah. What do you think of those great Buffalo <laughs> sounds? That's that's a tough one. I don't like the mental picture of Clarence dancing around like Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Would you so me? <laughs> that's out. That's out for sure. <laughs> I'm semi-partial to the animal noises, even just because if they're like the kitty cat noises, they got... They just get more ridiculous as the season wears on. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. I'm going to vote for the buffalo noises, as boring as they're going to start out as. Well, that's just a regular buffalo. We still have to work on our angry buffalo, angry buffalo. our excited See, buffalo. There's a lot of potential in the actual buffalo noise, so I'm going to vote for actual buffalo noise. I think that, that makes sense. Stu, do you have a vote? Um, buffalo Lake, Minnesota. <laughs> okay. All right. So what we'll is the Buffalo Lake Hector week. school song? Um, it's actually, uh, they took Skull Vikings and turned it into Go Mustangs. They did not. Shut up. They did not. I'm not. Why would I kid about that, Clarence? <laughs> he would not. He would not kid about liar. that. They Go Mustangs, let's win this game. Go Mustangs something and stains. Uh, <laughs> so, clean up they the didn't, stains. Um, you're saying they did not change any of the words York except for two of them. Sock <laughs> yes. punch that cop now. Go, <laughs> let's win this game. We're gonna holler for justice, and I think that's about it. Sell all the copper from an abandoned house. Okay, so next week, <laughs> coming up next week on our Bills uh, recap, we're gonna celebrate victory number two, and then we're going to unveil the sound of a buffalo that nobody believes in. Because that's really what the Bills are this year. That's what they are. Nobody believes in them except for two people. Two people. Minnesota. Pioneers. And, uh, you know what? You we're know, drunk they, and they we're sold, stupid. They've been sold to a couple of local Buffaloites. Great. Hey, yeah, the, the hockey owner. The, Fantastic. The and they're owner. not going to move them. They're not going to move them. Mm-hmm. And I think they're. it sounds like they're going to come out like on Sunday and they're going to introduce them to the crowd and like Jim Kelly's going to like walk in. He just like, he beat cancer like two days ago. Oh my God. So he's going to like be the, Oh, tear the house down. I mean, that's, they're going to win by 50 points and you guys are going to look so smart. Bob Marley's going to come out and sing. Nana Cherry will be there. All the hits. Already. He waltzed into soldier field and Mm -hmm. punched Jay Cutler right in the mouth. It waltzed in the soldier field and stole a win from the Bears. Here it comes. Stole one. You know, here's one, a, one Chicago Bears. Here's the thing about us. We're drunk and we're stupid and we've been right about every single thing we've said so far. Mm-hmm. In 72 miracle. podcasts. Nothing so, wrong yet. Believe in them. Believe in these bills. Clarence, I just want to back up and want, I want to make Coming sure. Coming bills. I want to make sure bulls. that you know that Terry Pegula, the guy who's going to buy the bills, Owns the Sabres. Oh, no. No, don't do it. Is also the guy who is responsible for donating a billion dollars to Penn State to get them to start a hockey team, which was the last piece in Barry Alvarez's evil plan to ruin college hockey by starting a Big Ten hockey conference. God damn it, John. Are you okay why, with that? Why did you do this? We. Why do you? Why are you the way you are? <laughs> get me down. <laughs> what? No, I don't want to know that. Can we? We'll edit it out and post. Out of your brain. I just want to make sure we're aware here. It's like I don't like being. It's aware. like the Vikings fan who put their child in a Darren Sharper jersey. 
Clearly they don't know. They don't want to know. Good for them. They're happier for it. Like <laughs> <laughs> you got to ruin that. They get, you know, it's the, taken by social toddler. services. What? Did you know he's a serial rapist? Kid's like, what? <laughs> what this guy. What the rapist? <laughs> I like purple. <laughs> oh, Go boy. Vikings. Yeah. Go Mustangs. Go Mustangs is right. Honor thy name, Mustangs. Skull Mustangs. Skull Mustangs. <laughs> All right. So that's enough talk about the Vikings. Uh, I want to mention the Bills and the Bills. I want to mention the Gophers briefly, just to ask if they're going to throw a pass in the game this week. Mitch Leiter is hurt. It would. He's terrible throwing it he's, forward. But even when he's healthy, he's not good at throwing the ball to other people. No argument there. He, it, it does seem like the Gophers have a lot of potential defensive back talent because I've been told that most of the time the wide receiver's job is to bat the ball away from a defensive back uh-huh. to prevent interception. Typically. So if all of their defensive backs get hurt, which the way the injury situation is going for the Gophers may happen, then they can just convert wide receivers right away because that's really all they're, all they're doing right now. But so... Mitch Leidner may play this week. They're in TCU this week. Your guys. Oh, God, I love those guys. Horn Frogs. Horn Frogs. Go Frogs. Poisonous Horn Frogs. Yep, yep. I don't... I think I saw somebody say today that they're TCU's favored by 14 or something like Jesus, that. Jesus, really? Really. No respect for the uh, Gophers because they're in the Big Ten, and everybody in the Big Ten is awful. Oh, oh, man. The entire league almost disbanded last last week, right? And that's After true. After that showing? Michigan, I think, dropped football. <laughs> yeah, they're done. Yeah, yeah, they're, they put it all in their rowing team. Every one of their fans decided at some point during that loss to Notre Dame, you know what, I don't need this. Done. done. I'm forever. done with this team. You know, that's a great thing, though. That was an amazing um, three things that that did. Um, one, it made our friend Holly very happy. Very happy. Mm-hmm. Um, two... The tickets for the football game that I'm going to at the big house, I haven't got tickets yet. They're probably going to be a tiny bit cheaper. They now cost negative dollars. Fantastic. And three, I do have, it might be a little bit closer than I was originally expecting. You know, possibly I was expecting to lose by 42 or 49. It might be a little bit closer than that. I think it's true that it will be disappointing. That's only a couple weeks from now, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's two weeks from now. That's good. That's. Something to look forward to. Yeah, but I'm none of those three things that are amazing uh, were able to completely counteract um, Notre Dame winning. That was still no. just a terrible thing. It still is a bad thing. Sorry, Holly. I hate him so much. I don't know if I'll ever be able to stop hating him, no matter what happens. It just might be like in my in my blood. They are a very hateable team is the thing. Yeah. They're yeah. the St. Louis Cardinals of college football. Yep. I don't know if I'll ever be able to come back to being a St. Louis Cardinals fan. No. There's some of those teams like... Even the Yankees. I shouldn't hate the Yankees anymore. They suck. Who cares? They don't suck. Well, they don't suck, but they've been irrelevant for a while now. In no way have they been irrelevant. Totally. They're going to make the playoffs. Are they? They might. I don't think they will. No, they'll sneak in somehow. And they sucked last year. That must be really rough for them. I'm just saying they might be irrelevant for a while. They they don't seem like a very well-run organization right now. But I still hate them. Lakers, same damn thing. Mm Mm-hmm. There are some teams that you just sort of have to hate. Yeah. There's yeah. no not hating them. Yeah. Yeah. The Dallas Cowboys might be the worst franchise in football. Do you hate them? 
Who doesn't hate the Cowboys? I don't know if I hate them so much. I mean, I hate Jerry Jones, so yeah, I guess I do. You hate the Cowboys. Stockholm Syndrome. If you think about it for a while, you're going to be like, you know what? I do hate the Cowboys. They've been, I guess maybe there is like a certain amount of years for them to be incompetent where I have to, where I maybe, maybe there's a a limit for me. I don't hate them as much as I hate other teams. I don't think. Because they've sucked for so long. They've sucked since like 98, 96, right? True. So they've been bad for a long time. And yet they're still hateable. I that's do hate impressive. Them. Yeah, you're right. Because of Jerry Jones. Mm-hmm. It's all because of him. You still hate them. I mean, that's a special brand of hate. If we had any energy... Um, Which we don't. ...at all, or Absolutely interest not. in doing research, it would be interesting to research every owner of the... I'll be nice just because I'm in the same room with you. The four major sports. And find out if there are any owners that are actually decent human beings. Just what to give think? us a little bit of what I would I would like to call it like a palate cleanser. There has to be a couple that how you, are. How do you feel about Mark Cuban? I'm I'm um I'm like fifty five forty five liking Mark Cuban. All right, so there's one. I think though, but we haven't done any research. He may have like uh uh been part of like human trafficking. You know, I can tell possible. you, it would have been just been under the rug. You, for one thing, you can throw out every NFL owner right now, no matter what. They're none good, zero good. There's no chance of them being good because they're they had all to be evil in order people. to. What about? I remember when Tom Clancy was going to buy the <laughs> buy the Vikings. Remember, is who he was evil? That, who was that guy from North Reggie Carolina? Fowler. Reggie Fowler, Reggie Fowler. Sacco Babacus. <laughs> <laughs> he and Reggie Fowler had the same amount of money. <laughs> Tom Clancy. And actually, Tom Clancy did after he got divorced, too. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, the Seahawks owner is not the worst, is he? It's Paul Allen. Right? He's just a weirdo, isn't he? Well, he's... I, I think he's got bad qualities, I think. I okay. think that's true. I'm saying... I think if you did enough research, you'd hate Paul Allen. We'll talk to Wade. All right. Yeah, Wade, let us know if there's any... I'm just curious because I know we don't want to get into whether or not to cheer for the NFL or not, but I just have to think, like, we're doing the thing where we take out the worst apples of the thing, mm-hmm. you know? There's got to be some people involved. I'm just... Involved please, in professional Please tell sports. me there's well, somebody involved in professional football that's a nice, kind human being. Well, there's the Raiders be. are run by vampires. The Raiders are, in fact, run by vampires. That is true. That is true. Their whole front office uh, can't go out during the They're day. All vampire. And not the good, cool, sexy vampires. No, no not shiny vampires. Not uh, Jacob. No, no. Is that a vampire? No. I don't know. That's... Jacob? No, was Ed, Ed was a vampire. Jacob was the, the hunky werewolf. Oh, right. I just got hunks on the mind. <laughs> yeah, well, who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> and there's your Super podcast movie. title, everybody. <laughs> Episode 72, Hunks on the Mind. <laughs> okay, well. We briefly mentioned the golfers. I do want to backtrack a little bit to, to, to talk about something. Uh, let's, if we're backtracking, let's backtrack real quick. Okay. Uh, Amish hole in the sheet update. Mm-hmm. Yep, Should, yep, do we yep. have a sounder? Do we have a sounder for that? I'm a hole in the sheet update. I got a response. Oh shit! It's true. <laughs> That's it. It's true. Hundred percent true. <laughs> Doctor Amish said that. So my question to Doctor Amish was: Have you ever heard the story about Amish hanging a sheet with a hole cut it on a clothesline? And is if so, is that true or an urban myth? And his resp- response is ten four. That's true. And my <laughs> response back was: Holy crap! 
And his response was, yes, holy crap is the common response when <laughs> people find out <laughs> that Brother Ezekiel stands guard to make sure there's no funny business. Which is the exact story I heard, too, was that okay. the guy stands there while you're doing the, the deal to his wife. Okay, okay. What and oversees the whole... Do you think people, all listeners know what we're talking I about? I don't. I, I want you to start over. I don't want to I know a few details, but I want to pretend like I don't. So please just, just talk to me like I've never heard this before. <sighs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today. That's what I'm so imagining you... right now. I'm imagining Wade with like his fingers poised over the keyboard, and then he has his head in his hands like, I can't type this in here. <laughs> like, no, I can do this. Take I can do this. lunch break. You know, he pours another cup of coffee and like takes a big sip and like, I can do, you know. And then he got his head in his hands again. Then he takes out a flask and pours that in there. Yeah. And we're like, all right, I can do this. He's in I'm going to research mode. this. I'm going to fact check Dr. Amish on Twitter. Go incognito for this one, Wade. Okay, yeah. I'm ready. So, because the Amish are a tight-knit community, they also worry about inbreeding. Uh, there, there are only so many Amish communities, and it's not a growing community. It's shrinking. So they only have so much of a gene pool to draw from yeah. when Much like Alabama, royalty so in it, too. one of their solutions is to, when a woman is ovulating and with, and ready to uh, procreate, to, to, to actually make a baby, yeah. they will hang a sheet with a hole cut in it out on their clothesline. And that is a signal to passers-by that are not part of the community, the Amish community, to stop in, uh, perhaps traveling salesman, let's say, is driving down yep. the road. Sure. He sees that sheet, and that is his signal that he can knock on the door, present himself, and uh, if the husband is sees him as a willing uh, suitor, he invites him inside and they place the sheet over the wife and the hole is then used while the husband stands over the entire event. And uh, there you are. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, the what the husband isn't doing the business because he's afraid that he's relate. Wait, yes. Right. So, so you marry your sister, and you want to have right? Is it like a confirmed? 
Not can, so much sister. I mean, in truth, it wouldn't be your sister. It would be like sure, because that would, would be, weird. be you know a, a cousin <laughs> or a a shirt tail relative of some sort. Enough that there are concerns. Close enough that there would be legitimate concerns. This is amazing. This is okay. So I do like the fact that they the the one sheet that's used for communication is also used to cover up. I like mm-hmm. the the multitasking of the mm-hmm. sheet. I, I really appreciate the uh, well when the you're efficiency Amish, you have so that. many chores. You want to do laundry all day, Brandon? No, <laughs> yeah. you don't need any more chores when you're Amish. Yeah. Well, I was thinking it might be better to do one of those like um, uh, light a fire in the chimney, and when the house has it coming out of the plumes, because you get more of a reach. You know, sort of like a combination of the Amish and electing a new pope. And electing a new pope, If there's yeah. white smoke, the problem then come is white in smoke. The black smoke means not Black smoke today. means stay away. White smoke means we're open for business. Because they don't have electricity. They don't have electric furnaces. They only use wood furnaces. So in the wintertime, every day, all day long, they constantly be traveling knocking on their doors. <laughs> Yo, you available to so, fuck? Can I fuck you? <laughs> The sheet with the hole in it is kind of a unique uh, thing. It's not something that's out there every day. It's subtle. I like it. So you just keep your eyes peeled as you're driving through. There's got to be some horn dogs on the nearby community that are oh, just sure. constantly oh, sure. just trolling through the neighborhood. Or cutting holes in just regular sheets. Yeah, like and hoping she hoping she forgot. Are you no. sure you didn't do this, sweetheart? Because I'm pretty sure I just found this in your yard. Uh, your husband uh, tested you, and he didn't forget to tell you, but you're definitely ovulating right now. Let's do this. <laughs> so marriage, marrying a family member, totally cool. Fucking the family member, not cool. That is a, I mean, that is a line that they drew. At least there's a line somewhere. But uh, I think it's more, it's not, yeah, it's, it's a health concern is really what it is. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear the story? And this is an actual news story. I think it happened in Florida, where a uh, brother and sister were yeah. caught. <laughs> Just oh. the brother, this is not funny at all. This is not funny. It's kind of funny. It's not funny. A brother and, and sister they were actually. I mean, they were arrested and charged arrested. with something. Charged. It's like. Charged with you are charged with first degree having the saddest life we've ever heard of. <laughs> and their only excuse was they watched The Notebook together. <laughs> and they just couldn't help it. I'm sorry, officer. We watched that movie. What do you expect from us? We're just humans. Yeah. <laughs> we might be brother and sister, but deep down we're just a man and we're a woman. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? You're charged with first degree saddening the public. Oh, once that guy started telling the story to the lady who couldn't remember anything, I got so hot. Couldn't help it. Had to climb on my sister. Oh, man, people. This gets back to that uh, Darren Sharp thing. I'm disappointed in all of us. I am disappointed (laughs) in all of us. This is quite This is the part of the podcast where Stu speaks up and expresses his disappointment. (laughs) Don't worry, Stu. He's been quiet for a half hour and he's like, I'm so sorry. We're not recording, Stu. Don't worry about it. I'm a happy person and I can't be involved in this. I know you're only half kidding about the not recording part because, you know, John and Buttons. Yeah, that's true. It's very... It's very possible that we actually are not recording. I can see it, but you never know if that's going to work out. Nope. I'm going to not save it. Okay. Perfect. When it says don't save, I'm going to say yes. Don't save. Correct. Somehow. I just want to pretend I have friends. Do we have any more updates on the Amish front or sibling screwing front? Is that all the news we have for this week for our favorite segment? No. He and I are done uh, 
communicating. We left it at that. I just said, holy crap, and he said, yeah, that's pretty much the normal response. What I like about Dr. Amish is uh, uh, he's into the whole brevity thing. He's not going to bombard you, you know? You want to you know anything else? You know where to find me. I'm Dr. Amish. And even even his choice of communication medium is, it's all about brevity. He's not going to write a blog. He's not going to say, Short send me in a mailbag question, I'll type a paragraph. He'll just answer your questions on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, it is short and sweet. There should be more services like this. There should be more Dr. Amish. There should be more Dr. Amish. Yeah, get on it. I love it. I love it that there's a guy, it's just, yeah, fuck, it's... That's right. I, I can ask literally any question on Twitter, and somebody will be pipe up like, "Yep, that's yep, I got your answer right here." Well, I mean, slow your roll a little bit, Clarence. I don't think you can actually ask a question that would involve like regular human beings. Like, it, yours would have that's to be a, true. A, a, a that freaks could answer, freaks and weirdos, right? It has to be that's a very small you. minority population. Yeah, yeah, niche weirdos. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. The fans of Clarence. Okay. <laughs> Niche Weirdos is the title. I want Niche Weirdos to be the title of the episode. Niche Weirdos? Sorry. Niche yeah. Weirdos should be the yes. title of the podcast. Yeah, we can. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dream bigger, Stu. Jeez. All right. Sorry. Speak, we're, the one thing I did want to mention is I wanted to go back to something Stu wrote for his new podcast venture, Infinite Guest, uh-huh. which you can find at infiniteguest.com or possibly infiniteguest.org. Which one is .org. it? .org. InfiniteGuest.org, a network of podcasts, all of which are better than this podcast, especially the ones about sports. I'm a little salty about that. i got to be honest. Stu is propagating Sorry. all of these awesome podcasts that if anyone is hearing this, what they should do is they should stop listening to us and go download one of those. Yeah, it's terrible. It's, it's really, really bad terrible. for business. I feel It's bad for the brand. I feel <laughs> inadequate. And it's all because of Stu. 71 episodes propping out, up uh, the brand, and now one with a gown. Because of your website, I found out what Wits is. I've heard people talk about it. I never really went, I never really knew what it was, but I found out. It's, it's kind of a cool concept. I think I'm the last it person on the, on the universe to, to know what it is. And yep, they're doing a cool. show um, tomorrow night in Portland, actually. Why does he get to go all over the country? Um, That's there's fair. a big... Uh, there's a big uh, radio convention out in Portland for uh, uh, radio. Oh, I'm sorry, John Moe. I thought this was Minnesota Public Radio. Why were we invited to the radio convention? Program. Yeah. National Programming Directors Convention. We should have gone I mean, there as like salesmen like with should've. lanyards and just passed out business cards. of like, hey, support a podcast, support a podcast. We'll talk about whatever. We talked about Amish and siblings fucking last week. We'll do that <laughs> for your, your business. Whatever you want to talk about. you. How we can expand your sibling fucking business. (laughs) (laughs) What you want to do is you want to get two sheets with holes in them. I don't don't even know what products would be involved with that company, but uh, (laughs) a lot of booze. uh, My three-part diorama. (laughs) Prop it up. Uh, It would be a lot of uh, really sturdy locks. <laughs> this is our worst podcast ever. Uh, so tunnels. Bad. You say that every time. All right, it would be uh, house tunnels. I want to actually each other's room. <laughs> Shut up. I think what you make no, no, no more. No more. How do I mute this? Build your own Jack and Jill. Bathroom. How do I mute both of you? <laughs> There's uh, certainly a stigma. All right. <laughs> There. Now all anybody can hear is me. 
and possibly Brandon, if you can hear him in the background. All right. So, uh, Stu, I do yes. actually, I do actually want to ask you about the thing you wrote about sibling fucking. Oh, being conflicted about football. Yes. Just summarize what you wrote for us. Um, I was just you know excited for the season to start while fully realizing just how awful the game can be sometimes and the people surrounding it and the people in charge of it and all of that. And then literally the rest of the internet put a column up in the next like two days after that that were all better written than mine, but I was first, and I think that should be noted. They were worse than yours, too. Yours was for sure the best. No, they were not. But, These other know. ones were like hand-wringing for like 12,000 words. You know, I just don't oh, know. They had better stories. They had better stories to tell than me. I was just, you know, like a uh, bunch of buttholes are in charge of this sport. <laughs> a bunch of buttholes play this sport, but I still would like it that the Vikings would be good this year, and I I enjoy watching the game because there's good things that happen in the game that make me enjoy it, and and I know that there's other, you know, a lot of the bands I like have. I mean, God, I love Led Zeppelin, and like everyone in Led Zeppelin was just a creep. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So just, if you if you if you apply the rules to the NFL that that to other things, you eventually just end up sitting in a cabin like that main Herbert who was stealing candy out of people's houses for mm-hmm. thirty five years. I mean, it's you just kind of have to accept that you're a hypocrite and there's flaws in everything that you like, and you just gotta deal with that fact that somebody on the internet might get mad at you for liking something that's bad here's, and live with that. Yeah. So here's here's sort of the point I'm making. Between the awfulness of the Vikings owner and really every owner, mm-hmm. the yes. debate yes. about the Washington Redskins name, it's not even really debate. It's everybody on one side of it and Dan Snyder on the other side. Yep. It's like uh, I was gonna make I was gonna have a hot politics take there, but I'm not even gonna mention it. Yeah. And now this week, a video of Ray Rice punching his wife in the face, mm-hmm. which for some reason which we knew happened. We already knew that happened. that was we the just, tipping you know, point. It was like, well, he punched his wife in the face, but what does that even mean? Punching your wife in the face, and then a video came out. And it was like, oh, so he really punched her in the face, huh? Yeah, yeah. I guess we better suspend him. Yeah. Between all of that, it felt like. Yesterday, I felt like just going on Twitter and saying, you know, I actually am thinking about watching Monday Night Football tonight because I like watching football. Sure. I didn't want to say that because I felt like the internet would rise up and try to kill me. Because it just, there was sort of this, this idea that I was supporting everything bad about the world. Yeah. By... Daring Which to watch football. Let's let's be clear about this. You do support everything bad about the world. Yeah, but here's the here's the difference though, is that we're not just blindly we just I'm, I just mean like the average enlightened fan like us. We're not just blindly supporting the NFL. We're speaking out against it as best we can and doing whatever we can about it. Maybe not to a hardcore level, but we are doing something about it. So if you look at the NFL I don't feel like I'm doing anything about it. Uh, all right. Well, I'll say this. The power of speaking up in whatever social media that you have at your at your uh, command is extremely powerful. You think about the NFL 10 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. The 
top 10 sports center plays, a few of them are just going to be like these insane hit on a quarterback mm-hmm. and like oh my god they almost killed him do you remember that there was that segment on sports center that was like three years ago called jacked up called jacked they up. were celebrating concussions that was right? not that long ago okay i said 10 just to be safe but it was no, less right? it was like it wasn't last year but it might have been the year before this was not like uh one guy randomly saying it they scheduled and they said jacked up at the same time in yep. unison in the fucking studio and they right? were excited about and it, and that was fine so it's not anymore. It's not fine to do that because and I think the I think I could be maybe there's a bunch of other factors, but I think the main reason is so many people spoke up again, so they're like, "That's fucked up. Don't do that anymore." Okay, and the same thing about uh, rules. Uh, it's the game has gotten again. It's so horrifyingly physical, but it's gotten less physical every single year with all these rules because you can tell that old, because old guys are complaining about it constantly, right? Mm-hmm. You can't touch the quarterback anymore. What is it? Yeah, but people were complaining that? about that at least as far back as 1987. Okay, so it's got but I'm what I'm saying is it, it keeps getting better every single year, right? So I think if we were blindly supporting the NFL no matter what, love it. I love it so much. I'm going to do whatever I can. We're not doing that. We're complaining like crazy. And I do think a factor of well, I don't know. I was going to say a factor of this tape uh of uh ray rice actually getting released a big factor of that was there was so many people clamoring for it and yelling about it and screaming about it where is this video maybe that had to do with tmz paying all that money to get it right maybe but i think now- that there's i think that we as a people uh like just a social media or whatever are affecting change in a way that it makes me not feel bad about supporting the nfl anymore because we are we love the sport we've like to think that it's entertaining and there's the majority of people are at least okay players you know we're not all criminals we can't they're not all ray rice right no that's insane that's impossible so it's like there's a few bad people that we're trying to weed out so we can enjoy this sport that we love so much i think that's a fine thing to do i'm over it that's my point of view so long as we continue to yell and scream when things go bad and like i think goodell i don't know if he's gonna get canned or not but I do know that there is a crazy amount of heat on him because every single person in the world who knows what they're saying is like, get the fuck out of here. You need to resign or be punished in some crazy way. That is unacceptable. I don't think in 30 years ago he would have been under a tenth of the scrutiny as he is now. That's my point of view. If, okay, if, you're, if you, the owners are paying you $44 million a year, Wait and a that video exists. Who's getting paid $44 million? <laughs> and, yeah. and that video exists. Why no, I'm you? honest. Roger Goodell gets paid $44 million a year? He's sitting there. That, that can't be true. Yes. I don't believe true. that for one second. No, Multi-million that is, dollars. Yeah. That is... Wade can back that up. That is not true. I, true. I'm, no, not, I'm not just trolling you guys <laughs> to create some discussion right here. I don't believe that. That can't be true. 4.4, mm-hmm. maybe. All right, I'll believe that. Forty-four. That's not true. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna digress here and read a tweet from Danger Guerrero, who's one of the best Twitter guys out there. Yep. Um, I should probably. Oh, and of course not. My Twitter just bombed out of my phone. I'm sorry. He basically just said, you know, the the defense of Goodell is that well, he makes a lot of money for the owners, and um, God, I lost my train of thought completely. Forty-four point oh, two million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Business is booming, bro. It's probably all tied up in bonuses if you hit certain amount of revenue. Roger Goodell has nothing to do with the growth of the league. Well, he got himself a nice little contract there. That can't 
that's the most amazing thing I've ever heard of in my life. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm saying, but that's okay. So I was while Stu is uh, looking up this uh, Danger Guerrero's tweet. Um, I will. I'll find it. God damn it. There were a million articles, as Stu mentioned, written about, um, I, I love this sport, and I feel terrible about loving it. I'm not sure I can keep supporting it, et cetera, et cetera, right? To me, the best one that I read, and it pain, as much as it pains me to say this, was by Chuck Klosterman, because I think that I'm not really a big fan of his work. You don't like part. Chuck Klosterman? No, I don't know. He's just, like, so weirdly... He was just on Home Doc. Sorry. Sorry. I love Chuck Klosterman. Okay. Um, I don't know what to do about this. I feel... Inadequate every time Stu mentions his other podcast network. Fucker. <laughs> yeah, well, I read an article from him. Anyway, he wrote in the New York Times, he's the ethicist column. Mm-hmm. Um, someone said, should I feel bad about, should I feel bad about following the league? And, and the points he made, uh, yeah, they, they actually made sense. Um, number one is, in 1975 or 1985, it would have made a lot more sense because you could have made the argument that uh, the players are, don't know what they're getting into. And this is way more uh, uh, dangerous, and they're making money for all these other people, and they're not getting money themselves, and they're dying young, whatever. And he says, and again, that's sort of a thing that I'm thinking as well, is we have uh, made enough of a fuss as public, as people, that I think everybody going into football now knows exactly or close to how dangerous it is. So it's not so much that they're... So now it's a free will question, right? So, like, you know it's dangerous. You still want to do it anyway. I will celebrate that so long as we're not, like, intentionally harming you. And another thing, another counter-argument to that is, like, oh, you say that they have a choice, but um, economic conditions or whatever else, they might not necessarily have a choice. That this is their only way out of bad neighborhoods or whatever else. And his point of view was, like, okay, well, let's say that is true. So then you're going to take away their only choice? Like, that's even worse. Not supporting their only choice is worse than recognizing that they only have yeah. the one choice. I think the you change know? in the last couple of years is that we've realized that football is basically like boxing. Yes. There's yep. no way to do it safely. That helmets are great at preventing skull fractures, but terrible at preventing concussions. Uh-huh. Yeah, but we can... Si- we sort can, of like boxing gloves. We can test for concussions and sit people out more, and I think more and more guys are, and you see it every year, these... Guys are retiring out of nowhere at 25, 26 years old because they know exactly what's happening. There's these high-profile, uh, you know, three, four guys yeah. every single year. So but I think they know what's going on a little fr- bit better. The frightening thing about the new concussion research, though, isn't that if you get kicked in the head repeatedly and have multiple concussions, that that can be prematurely bad for you. We've always known that if you had 14 concussions during your playing career, you're going to have a worse life as your life progresses. Right. The frightening thing about this research is that they're showing people who only played football in high school have these markers in their brain that are like their Alzheimer's patients. Chris Henry, the Bengals wide receiver, wide receiver being one of the lowest contact positions. Yeah. Had these, was 26 years old and had basically the brain of an Alzheimer's patient. Right. That's the frightening thing. I think it's frightening, but I also think it's less mysterious. Um, And that to me is, again, I just feel like NASCAR is really, really, really dangerous Mm -hmm. and people do it. But if they know what they're doing and they're adults, there's not a whole lot I can do for them, right? Yeah, I do dangerous shit all the time. But I don't think we're at that point with them. Right. I don't think yeah. we're at that point with concussion <laughs> research that. even now. Okay, okay. So you're say, saying script. Scri- all right. Can I, can, I, can, I, can I quick make a quick digression to a thing that John likes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, John? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, doesn't um, soccer have serious concussion issues as well? Yes, it does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's like considered like the wussy sport that everyone can play and have fun in and not get mm-hmm. hurt. Yeah, in a lot of ways it's but, considered the but, safe sport, but, but it's yeah. no more but safe. But it's not, and it's probably international soccer makes like NFL owners look like Greenpeace. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I mean, yeah. it's it's like the happy fun time sport for like, you know, the granola eaters and stuff and it's like the worst. The absolute worst. Yeah. I just wanted to confirm that it was really really like the con- con- yeah, concussion risk in soccer is also bad and it's run by worse people. Yeah, no, and a classroom makes that point too. It's like it's not even this isn't even just about football. It's just physical contact sports in yes, general. It's about boxing, sports. like you mentioned, horse racing. Yeah, whatever. I mean, Ugh. ultimate frisbee has concussion problems. Don't talk about frolf. There's <laughs> frolf. Not, no, not frolf. <laughs> not in my preference. Frolf is remarkably free of concussions. Okay. Golf too. Frisbee golf. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a yeah. Of, a lot of cotton mouth. And, a lot of lot of cotton mouth and frolf. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very serious, an epidemic in frolf. Um, th- I was just saying the point of free will um, makes it, the point of free will is number one, and number two, um, um, knowing that we are not just blindly following this organization, uh, the this sport, but actually trying to fight against it as best we can as just regular old people who have lives and jobs and kids and all that sort of stuff. That's how I got over still liking football and wanting to like football. Okay, um, and I'm still, I'm hoping that I'm right that they're that Ray Rice and some of the owners are the minority of humans, and most of them are like decent people. I'm just hoping to God that you would think they're, they're, they're the just like any group of young males. There are going to be some really terrible ones, but there's also going to be some good human beings. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the group. Yep. Yep. An immature dumbass I can handle, and I know exactly what that is. I played college sports and was around every athlete. <laughs> you played the game. Uh, they're all a bunch of. They're all terrible. Bunch of idiots. They really are all terrible. Idiots and ass. Yes, right? So I'll take idiots and uh, um, stunted growth and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, criminal, evil, whatever. But I'm just thinking like. Ray Rice is a terrible human being, so don't watch football anymore. That's that's crazy to me. That's a shitty way to have an outlook on any any activity in any capacity. Sport, uh, theater, fucking writing, whatever. Right? Yeah, the argument... I think the argument would be that by supporting it, you are allowing it to happen. You're creating the conditions that makes it an attractive proposition for advertisers, an attractive proposition for team owners. But... I'm not sure I can be responsible for all of that. If co- if well, a coke factory explodes and kills people, a compromise of some sort. Yeah. yeah. And the groceries you buy, the companies you support by the groceries you buy. I mean, you, do you really want to analyze that? I yeah, think, I think just try to do your best where you can. I mean, you know, <laughs> exactly. Try not to support things that are actively evil. That's really the best you can do. I keep I keep coming back the to the Nazis point. If Nazis are having a bake sale, don't go to that bake sale. You know Nazis are bad, man. We've talked about it on this podcast. Yes. Just come on. Don't support them. Just They're bad, man. Don't. Ultimately, you have to come back to the point made by noted philosopher Clarence Swamptown, which is the entire world is uniformly and unrepentantly <laughs> evil. And so you might as Especially well enjoy some football County. while you're at it. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Well, I do think that 
there's a little bit of gray area in there somewhere. And we should continue to like, and I think we're doing it. I think people are doing a, rem- I mean, for as much shit as social media uh, gets, uh, rightfully so. All deserved. I have worked at three really big corporations mm-hmm. um, that are really in tune with customer service. And we are scared shitless of bad PR and people freaking out and these Twitter and Facebook and Instagram um, um, PR nightmares. There's a reason for that because that shit actually hurts bottom lines of companies all the time, right? So that's a good Ask thing. DiGiorno. Poor DiGiorno intern. Poor, poor DiGiorno social media community manager. Um, made a bad joke. Um, really bad joke. Really, yeah, dumb joke. But um, so at I the think time, I'm sure it was like, well, that's kind of funny. Yeah, whatever. I know exactly. I've been in like the. Um, the rooms of people who write those tweets. They're just sitting there trying to keep up. They got a million different screens going and try to mm-hmm. customer service this and that, whatever, and they see a hashtag and, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm done. That, seriously, I will I will bet the amount of time spent on that tweet was less than 10 seconds. It was four seconds. So that's a dumbass. These things happen. Yeah, they do. But I'm just saying I think that that's my way of, of feeling 100% comfortable and still supporting football because it's not a blind support that's what i would say i do want to say can you imagine being a ravens fan well yeah i mean can you imagine how awful you feel right now now it's sort of dependent on whether you are still arguing with people about whether ray lewis killed anybody or not <laughs> you've got a couple a couple you know if you're still banging the ray lewis drum maybe you're sort of des- getting what you deserve but yeah for everybody else, you know, I'm sure there's very nice Ravens fans that are good people that are trying hard to do good. And now their teams had Ray Lewis and Ray Rice. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. That's got to be tough. But I mean, that's the thing again. Like, do you are you saying you feel bad for Ravens fans I'm or don't? Pa- I don't know. I feel bad for the ones who still have to deal with the fact that they're still Ravens fans. Like regular though. people. You yeah. feel bad for regular people. Just regular people. people. Yeah, yeah. That's what I they... feel bad for anybody that elevates or ties their identity to a professional athlete that's in their town. Yeah, they're not your you, friend. Why would you do that anymore? A kid, I get it. Putting a poster of an athlete on their wall or whatever, and holding these athletes up as role models—that's what kids do. But tying yourself up into the your own identity into and relying upon the morality of a professional athlete—you're you're setting yourself up for. And it's not just athletes. It tying yourself to any human. In any endeavor, uh, public elevating them, a, a priest, a a politician, singer, an actor, a politician, but putting that much stock into any human, you are setting yourself up for failure. It, <laughs> it, I don't know how many more examples you need to to tell yourself, man. You know what? <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be leading the uh, the uh, Ray Rice. Fan club. Maybe, maybe maybe that's not how I should be spending my free time. I, I should never have NFL gone door to door for John Edwards. Why would I do that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could spend three hours a Sunday watching NFL football, but I'll, I'll leave it there as as entertainment, and then just kind of walk away from it. I'm not gonna uh, 
say that because they play for my pro football team. They they are they're better people. I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, it, do you remember that clip of the? Um, I don't even remember what the context was, but uh, there's a Q and A between like a professional wrestler and a bunch of people in the audience that have come to see this guy, and one guy just stands up and just goes, "It's real to me." And he's like crying. He's so mad that there are that is not like one unique individual, right? He has so much of his self worth tied into whatever else that he just can't. Someone told him it wasn't real, and he's like, "Forget it. I, I'm sorry. I cannot get there where I have to believe that it's still real to me." That is, there's a lot of fans. I mean, like I mentioned it on Twitter, people gave Ray Rice a standing ovation. Uh, in the preseason, some of the fans. Yes, they did. They are the they it's did. real to me people. Yes, which is insane. And I got to tell you, <laughs> it's real to me. One of my great fears is that there is a part of that person in me <laughs> all the time. <laughs> the Gophers and are going to win the Rose Bowl. I'll tell you a story. <laughs> the Gophers, as Stu well knows, lost the national championship game in hockey last year. And I, being a Gophers fan who really wanted the Gophers to win that game, was genuinely depressed at the time. And I had, I was sitting down here in the basement, and my now wife was sitting upstairs. Mm-hmm. And I had to go upstairs, and I was genuinely depressed, and she didn't understand at all. And I had the horrible experience of trying to explain why I was getting angry and angrier at her, <laughs> trying to explain why I was sad about a bunch of college kids losing a hockey game. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense, but it's real to me, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> So that's my great fear. Yeah, yeah. All right. So you can get tied up in the wins and losses. I, I think that's completely different than <sighs> transcending than, these people into becoming more than human beings. That's right. That's right. It's entertainment, and also a friendly reminder: we're not on the team. No, we aren't. Just so you know, I've never been on a team. No, that's not true. You've been on teams. Yeah, but. I haven't been on the Minnetonka Millers, I'll tell you that. No, I'm sorry. No tryouts next year either. Dang it. I know you're asking. Do they uh, have, like, residency rules in Class A town ball like you do in the other? Yeah. yeah you Class A, they do too? Yeah, they, at least you used to have to get a release if you weren't going to be in your city or within 10 miles really? or something or other. I don't know. I didn't know that. They probably got rid of it. Anyway, do we feel good about it? I feel like I can watch football again on Sunday. You feel better? I do. Yeah. I think I think uh, fight the good fight, and you'll feel better about anything. Make a fuss, man. I know it sounds pointless and stupid, but sometimes it does make sense. I mean, obviously, some at, at some point you're just uh, uh, you're just one voice in in, uh, in a billion, so it's not really going to do, do that. Great, this. But. Why is it taking us till the year 2014 to decide that Washington Redskins is a dumb name for a team? I don't know. Been I mean, saying that for decades, they, they have, have been, been saying that for years and years. It's got to be a slow build, I guess. Is it just the fact that Dan Snyder is a butthole that finally is turning the tables? Yeah, that is interesting. I think it's it's Brandon's point of the rise of social media where people that feel that way have an outlet to say it. In in 1993, if you felt the Redskins were a racist nickname, which I think a lot of people did, okay, now what? What are you going to do? Who are you going to tell? What are you going to just yeah. write it in your notebook? <laughs> what Shout it on okay. the, at, at the local bar. I'll well, make a Zena Kinko's. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're just zine. more aware of it now, I think. 
Yeah, and I think the the and it was a while too where and we kind of laughed about it too the the PC police right the politically correct like oh yeah it's a there's just a few people who are who are offended by it it's not that many people but the point is like yeah but a few people are offended is it that important to you that you're gonna offend some people well for, uh, Redskins some... is so offensive yeah. Jesus how it's the hell is that the one? so one's like Braves okay I get it why it should be changed I do I, I get it but my point I also kind of that's not nearly in the same universe no. of offensive as Redskins. They're they're not even in the same neighborhood. They're yeah. not in the same country of being offensive. And Redskins is the one that skated by while others, not nearly as offensive, were changed thirty years ago. How the hell is Redskins taking this long? How? <laughs> and it's not going to change it for a while, make any right? Sense. Is there anything? It makes zero sense. I don't get it. They took the copyright from it, right? So now everybody can. I don't know if that's still in court or whatever. So oh, anybody I'm sure can it's sell. In, their it'll own. be in court for years, but and other new, and newspapers are refusing to print the name now. But is some there any newspapers are some newspapers? But is there anything that can be done? I mean, the guy owns the. What, well, what are you going to do? Forty-four million dollar man could probably do something about it, but he's not going to. Forty-four million dollars. <laughs> yeah. No, he's not going to do shit. That's who's paying him. You're not going to yell. That, would, these those guys are impossible. NFL owners could get together and make a decision unilaterally to change it. It would have to hurt their like business, right? It's the only way to do it? It's going to have to be a, like a Donald Sterling kind of thing where finally there's a tipping point where everybody's like, you know what, we got to do something. But Donald Sterling has Adam Silver, who seems to be an absolute badass of a commissioner, is like, fuck it, I'm taking charge. You just like him because he's bald. Yeah, well, no, but he's also white, so it's kind of... <laughs> Oof, that's tough. Yeah, so my point to the NFL, do the NFL owners not really see that, okay, Roger Goodell's making them money, I get it, but how much of a hero they could make a new commissioner if they had one that wrote in and say, okay, Goodell, you're gone, I'm the new guy in charge, the first order of business is we're eliminating the Redskins nickname, the next is we are setting a strict and far-reaching uh, policy on domestic abuse. You know, set up all these guidelines that people are clamoring for. People would love that commissioner. Just regular NFL shit. would make so much more money. Is, wouldn't they? What am I missing? I think that what you're... Well, I'm not going to say what you're missing. My fear is that there is some market research inside the offices of the NFL that's saying the person we're going for is the... Old school Yosemite Sam, shoot 'em up, good old boy, Southern whatever, um, NASCAR guy. Uh, that's who we're. That's who we're trying to reach right now. So but these it's things are. We already have him. That research can't be but true. If we yeah, lose those guys, if we lose those guys, we're in a lot of trouble. And all the uh, uh, women in the world and enlightened younger people in the world are not going to make up for the guy who buys. Every single fucking product that Peyton Manning is shilling because he's Peyton Manning. That's my nobody. There are no people like that. You know who? There are millions. Of, there are millions you know and millions football? of people like that. America, America likes football. Sure, but they'll yeah. like it less if it becomes. If they change the Redskins nickname? No, not not that one thing. But I'm just saying that to them on their focused quant study bullshit, they have seen it's not worth the pissing off the. Second Amendment, weirdo, you know, those are the people, the Southern good old boys. 
That's my only. That's my only guess. That or absolute incompetence. Absolute incompetence seems okay, way more like that's fine. That's fine. Like way more like yeah, yeah. rather than bringing in gun ownership into this into this deal. Well, I'm not I talking like about gun ownership. You know what I'm talking about. Hashtag hot politics. I do. I do. I'm just being... so yeah. I mean, that's just my only my because it seems so obvious, right? Like change the name and change these policies. It's super simple. We've seen again. I'm not trying to like. Uh, S his D by any means, but we saw Adam Silver come in and just change the precedence of certain things. We don't usually do that. Well, we're doing it now. We're kicking them out. We're doing whatever. Never been done before. It makes the most sense. People loved it. Everybody loved it. Fucking categorically, everybody loved it. Um, so I don't know. Maybe they just need a better... You know what? Maybe we're just thinking about this too hard and all the NFL actually needs to solve all of our woes is a better commissioner. Because if Ray Rice would have done that and he immediately came out and said, you're suspended indefinitely and we don't stand for it, and yada, 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 we'd be like, all right. Way to go, NFL. I've got an idea for the commissioner, the new NFL commissioner. Gary Bettman. Oh. Gary Bettman. Uh, not familiar. This this leads into my digression from 45 minutes ago. All right. Which was, which was Danger Carrero's tweet. Ooh. Here is the tweet. Love the... But he makes the owners lots of money defense of Roger Goodell's performance. A pineapple in a top hat could make the NFL money. <laughs> and, well, so yes. I am all over that. A pineapple in a top hat. Yeah, yeah. That's very true. Wheel him out for the draft next year. <laughs> yeah. He'll make the exact same amount of money if Roger Goodell was there. Yeah, he, they're not making money because of him. They're making money in spite of him. I don't know if they realize yes. that. Well, they're a bunch the owners of, have to oh. see it slipping away. They have to. Don't they? Are, are, Jerry are, Jones? Do you think he has a modicum of self-awareness at all? Maybe not. Fuck. I don't know. I think there are... Yeah, I don't know. You do need a... They've got to... Like I said, there's got to be a couple owners that are... Not absolutely evil. Absolutely. In sports. In the NFL. In the NFL. A couple that are probably not... Just not the worst. Paul Allen isn't the worst. Rooney was seen to be as kind of like a great guy. No. Rooney, the Steelers. I'm sure he's the worst. What about uh, all uh, 10 million owners of the Green Bay Packers? (laughs) (laughs) They are... The most ridiculous thing (laughs) ever said on this podcast. (laughs) I am owner slash snowplow. That's who I, yeah. That's what I get to do is my role of part owner of the Packers. I get to go shovel the field for them. You know. That's what all owners do, right? There is no team that has screwed more fans than the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, yeah. Just in terms of that they will literally take your money for nothing. (laughs) They have a program set up that you can donate money to the team. Which they will take, and they will cut out Andrew Jackson paper dolls and dance them around. <laughs> they have plenty of money, Green Bay fans. You don't have to give them your money, presumably hard-earned, to pretend presumably that you're a fan of the team. You can be a fan of the team <laughs> without hard-earned. paying any I've money. I've seen Laverne and Shirley. They don't work that hard. You don't have to pay $300. In fact, here's what we're going to do. You need to pay your child support is what you need to do. PayPal us $100, and I will print you out a certificate that says you're a Green Bay Packers fan. I'll mail it to you. It's real nice. You can frame it and put it on your wall. You can be part owner of the Sportive. You can be part owner of the Sportive. We will mail out. Light bulb just went off. Let's sell shares. Yes. You get no earnings. Let's go public. 
Yeah, we should. IPO. We'll do it with the same terms as the Packers. You get no rights. You you get no dividends, which is fine because we have, have no to revenue. Shovel John's driveway. You have to shovel my driveway every time we want to have a podcast. <laughs> and and there's the no only limit right you, you get to do you get to vote for a board of directors that consists of the four of us, and there's no other candidates. We'll That's have a yearly shareholders meeting. We'll have a yearly In shareholders Cancun. meeting. Which Clarence won't show frogs. up at. Yeah, no, cancel last minute. Boy, fellas, I'd love to be there. I can't make it. Busy. Right. Call him from Senior Frogs. And I like how this ended sounds. with us making fun of Packers fans for being the stupidest people in the world. It took us a while, but we got there. Boy, I wish Ray Rice had been on the Packers. Ooh, man. Guy can dream. Yeah. Who's worse? I actually had this discussion on Twitter. Who's worse, Packers fans or Cardinals fans? Not Arizona Cardinals fans, there aren't. I'm biased. Yeah, I'm biased. I'm staying out of this one. I you know how I feel. Think. Okay, so by and large, the Packers fans seem um, a little more blue collar, a little more white trashy. But Cardinals fans seem a lot, a little snootier. A no, little, a little more. Nobody's uppity. more snootier. No, but than a Packers, Packers fans are just uh, rubes. Cardinals fans think they're like. They do it right. Yeah, but at no point has a Cardinals fan paid three hundred dollars for a fake certificate of ownership. But that's just stupidity. True. They're just okay. Car- Packers fans are dumber. Packers fans are dumber for sure. Cardinals fans are bigger snobs. So what do you what what bothers you more? Like, is it your your dumb uncle who like got way too drunk and fell into the fire, or is it your aunt who refuses to go out and sit by the fire because she's too good for that sort yeah, of thing? Yeah, Packers fans are I mean, not only dumb enough know. to fall into the fire. They're still laying in the fire, talking about how much better they are, better they're, people they are. They're giving the campfire, the fire. They're giving the bonfire their money. They're, they're giving them. They're here, also burning here's my money. dollar bills. You can have it, bonfire. I own you. Yeah, uh, boy. Gonna... They're both. They're the two worst. I think so. I'll well, just say tied for worst. I think tied for worst. I don't need to get too. Uh, I don't need to get, you know, too divisive. Yeah, we don't need to get into this. No, we're unifiers besides right. those two people. Let's wrap it up. Anybody else got anything to mention? No. No, I don't think so. Oh, I have a quick question. Okay. Maybe 30 seconds. It won't take long. Um, is there any good TV shows coming up in the fall that anybody has their eye on? I'm so out of the loop. This is usually like the time of year where there's some really kick-ass new dramas coming up or something. Anybody have a read on fall TV? I'm out of it. We only have Netflix. <sighs> Damn it! I had to, uh, I had to sit here in the dark because the DVR is taping Sons of Anarchy, the final season. S of A, huh? S of A. S of A. And I'm, yeah, I enjoy that show, but I do realize it's in like season what six or something like that. So picking it up uh, out of the blue, Brandon, might not be for. For you, it might not be for you the whole show, anyways. No, no, no. I watched uh, one of the episodes. It wasn't for me at all. They uh, that's all right. They poisoned a guy with um, coffee, and then when he fell over, they went, they they like pushed him down. And they went good to the last drop as he fell to the ground. Oof. So I don't really like puns, so I turned Oof. it off. No, it's not. They don't do Terminator type <laughs> stuff like that. You're, it wasn't even this show. I don't even know what the hell. Sons you're of Anarchy about. season one. Go back and watch no. those first couple. Good to the last drop. I don't oh, like whatever. puns. You're so. inventing things now. <laughs> I'm gonna find it. It's a sport of fact it. for now, but I think that's a thing. I think that's no. a thing that happened. Uh, sport of facts are things we all agree on. I, I, 
on record not agreeing with you on this. Oh, man. All right, well, I'll see what if I can find it. Good. You you do that. <laughs> oh, you wait. All right. Okay, bye. I love you all. all right, Later, guys. This is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.